We're gonna get started on the snow. We're God, dude, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> How do we always have the best conversation right before we turn these well, damn things on? That one can't go on the cast, and you no. know that, oh, Cobb. No. Oh, you no. know that, Cobb. That's yeah. That's going straight to the dump bin, man. <laughs> Jesus, boy. <laughs> Jesus, starting heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. You are listening to a podcast. Here we go. Just, Here we go. Podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. <laughs> this is the podcast starring the Ted. Starring the Ted. Star- the uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. <laughs> the podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Woo! The podcast episode two eighty three. What's up with your boy, the Ted Smith? I'm the host of this here podcast, Grace Podcast, and all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me, actually, he's to the right of me. He's always here unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia on two wheels. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Wall Street in bear territory today. His concerns of Britain leaving the EU heated up following a tough political race in the English breakfast region. Shares of the podcast up nearly 4% this week on increased listener emails, a solid podcast party, and of course, the lights shining as we head into the holiday season. Will Matt be able to stay sleeveless this weekend? We'll have the weather at 630. All right. <laughs> Back there on the wheels of steel, getting the studio all set up. Matt Counter, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How you doing, man? Well, sleeveless in December. Get you it. are sleeveless in December. Yeah. Just throw a coat on, take the bus, and then you're indoors, and now I don't have sleeves in my way. How do you feel about shorts, guy? In the winter? Yeah. I mean... And it's December, right? It's December. Yeah. Um, that's so wild that it's still not even technically winter right now. Correct. Uh, Oh, well, it's his, it's his Cobb's favorite time of year because we're almost to the darkest day of the year. Yep. Three to four days, something like that. Is it 21st, 22nd? Right. I can't remember if it's 21st. I love it, man. I wait for it all year. Jesus. <laughs> I, you know, even for me, like like this morning, I was like, it's, sorry, I'm a cuss. I'm like, it's fucking almost 730. Like, it is not bright out. I went to look at Christmas lights at 515 last Friday. 515. Oh, by four. Yeah. But I feel like we're sitting like by 415, it's dark already. Yeah. But yeah. Short, so how do we feel about short sky all year round? I mean... I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with it, but I'm not that guy. Fair yeah. Enough. Ted? I don't know. It just bugs me. Like November, but like the time you get like December and stuff, like put on some pants. Dude, I've told you about my shorts guy. I waited at my bus stop. Oh, yeah. My oh, junior year. BC, Drove me crazy, yeah. man. Drove me crazy. It'd be five degrees outside. Windshield has got you down to negative 10. Homeboy's just in cargo shorts every day. Just ain't nothing but a peanut. You know what I mean? But. He was just eating those cold streaks like cold streaks like Tic Tacs out there. Dude, I saw a video today of the Chiefs practicing and Andy Reid's out there in a giant jacket and shorts. Come I know on. he's a big man, but I'm just like, I don't know, man. That doesn't seem right. I feel like big guys always pull that. The guys whose body type is kind of like a, a keg on top with some toothpicks poked in it. Yeah, you're right. That's how my uh, high school football coach was. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. And a PE teacher I had in junior high. There's like that body type, man, that they just, you know. And don't get me wrong. I love wearing shorts, especially now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny about that dang vein. Like, like I was saying to somebody that I think it was Joe. And I was like, did you ever notice how big of it? He goes, honestly, I don't know that I ever noticed. Like, how did you never notice it? Yeah, I think, it, you know, it's one of those things that's bigger for you than for other people. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, right. So, I'm, I'm fired up. I like wearing shorts. But I don't know. I don't know about shorts all year round, guy. Andy Reid. Put on some damn pants, man. You're in Kansas City practicing outside. Yeah, Kansas City gets cold as heck. Too. Yeah, I mean, they had a huge snow game this past weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Against who? Uh, they were playing the Denver Broncos. 
All right, so another team that's used to the cold. Yeah, but honestly, dude, it's it snowed six inches during that game, which is ridiculous. Jeez. I but got no problem with the Chefs. Yeah, the uh-huh. Chiefs are hard to right. Like I, I don't really dislike the Chiefs. I actually I like watching them play. Yeah, and they like clear the field off right before a kickoff. That's, All right, so here was the deal, snow, right? So they didn't put the tarp on before the game. By the time they were going to put it on, they didn't think they'd get it off in time to let everybody warm up. So the oh. snow started, and like the game started with snow on the field. They tried to clear it, but literally during the game, it snowed six inches, which wow. I, seems like it has to be a record. Like That's there's been snow games, snow. right? But six inches, I don't care where you are, six inches in like three hours is a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. and especially like on a football field. I mean, it's not getting trampled down. You're you're de- having to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, first thing, just want to say a big thank you to everybody who came out to the podcast party. Uh, also, a big thank you to Rory, Rory Borealis and our buddy Chris. Uh, Food was good. Place was awesome. I like he just had the soundtrack. He goes, I figured this is what you listen to. I was like, yeah, gangster rap stuff. Yeah, that was fun, man. It was had nice logo to see up. everybody. It's good, like, cool, quick connections. It's fun. Yeah, Nori, your macaroons are oh unbelievable. Hopefully we send some business your way. Yeah. Brian, you're hilarious. I know. Always good to see Brian, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just always cutting it up in there, man. <laughs> I see Albino Matt. Albino Matt was out there. Bacon. The bacon was delicious. Uh, yeah, just, and it also, I thought it was cool that Nolan and Lance came out. Like, when I walked in, I was like, oh, man, all right, there's some actual mm-hmm. buds here, too. Oh, yeah, dude, solid cast of characters. Uh, then Cobb and I made a very quick uh, appearance at the SOD party. Yeah, we made it, what, 20 minutes, maybe? Max? Tops, yeah. Yeah, that tops. was wow. good. We were in and out in all yeah. of life. Yeah, but it was good. We, sh- we said hi to everybody we need to say hi to, found out about new pregnancies and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. we got it done. Wow. Yeah, yeah. you said it was going to be a quick appearance. You both did, and I had a feeling that meant it was going to be a quick appearance for Cobb, and Ted, you were going to find your own ride home. And I figured that might be the case, too. <laughs> I know, but when he was leaving, he was, dude, I'm, I was like, I'm going with you. Like, I, you know me. I know the mental ticker. I was like, I need to get home and like sit down soon. Yeah, before we walked into the party, he's like, don't leave me. It's like, when you're leaving, let me know. I was like, all right, but when I tell you I'm leaving, it's not like, hey, we got 20 more minutes. It's like, I'm about to walk out this door. Not only that, dude, so we finally walk out, right? And I'm like, hang on, man. I'm going to smoke a spliff real quick. And I smoke it, and I, like, put it in the tube, and I say something cool and, like, walk away. And he goes, we're the other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had that walk away line, dude. I forgot about that. It's like something out of a movie. And I was like, we're, we're that way, chief. <laughs> yeah, he goes, dude, that was really cool, but you were just walking the wrong way. <laughs> that was funny. Man. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, it's a cool little venue, too. Uh, Moto, what's that place called? It's on Aurora, right by um, right by Beth's, right by Best Cafe, uh, Moto GP or something like that. I forget. Oh, I've never been backfire. in there. Backfire, backfire. Yeah, backfire bar. Had a cool old dog in there. I was petting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. What else do I want to get to? Uh, happy birthday to my brother Chris. Nice. Yeah. Shout out, Chris. I just texted you. Hopefully, you got it. Nice. He even I talked to him today, and he told me to tell you, Cobb. His uh, for last week's Cobb topic was uh, scratchers. I don't even remember what the cop topic was. Like a uh, go-to gift? Like scratch-off lottery tickets? Oh, Ooh. scratchers. Yeah. I thought you were talking about back scratchers. Oh, no, no, no. Like scratch-off tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I was like, that's not a bad idea. Hey, also, saw a little stat today. Number one happiest state in the country? Maryland. Are you serious? Yeah, it shocked me. That does shock me. Yeah, I'm number from one Maryland. self-reported happiness. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the people who live in the other part of the states. That ain't PG <laughs> in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just want to say happy birthday to Chris. Uh, he was eating some Lido's pizza tonight. I was very jealous of that. Ooh, nice. I know. I Get know. it, Chris. I think we have a uh, date to watch some soccer together uh, cross country this weekend coming up. All right. So uh, obviously this will be our last podcast for the year. So I want to talk about 2019. 
right? You can always talk about big events or whatever. And you guys, you'll have a minute to think about this. I have a couple prepared answers. But, like, what was, what was different in your 2019? And, like, what did you like about it? I like it. What do you got? All right. So, number one, I just went with simple stuff. I got into cricket, and I started playing outdoor soccer. Uh, outdoor soccer, obviously, a little more impact. It's going out, staying active, like meeting new people. So that was a ton of fun. But the other thing I did this year, and I don't know, everybody can't do it, right? Because you might have responsibilities with a family or whatever. But like this year, I consciously like just did stuff that I specifically wanted to do, and not like in like a mean or arrogant way. You know what I mean? But it was like right. I was like, you know, like I miss I missed a lot of stuff this year. But a lot of people I really like. But I was like, you know what? Like sometimes I get too caught up spending time with other people where I forget like some of my older friends or just simple things. So it was like like going back uh going back east for this summer for July 4th with like my mom's birthday and Bernie. Like that was awesome. And also some of the other stuff I just stopped doing. Like I used to always go on those meditation retreats. I just kind of took a year off. I was like, I'm just gonna kind of do Ted stuff and figure it out. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to not be on everyone else's schedule. I feel like I'm always like, oh yeah, I'll go like go to this thing and go be there and whatever. And sometimes it's nice to just be like, you know what? I'm going to do my jam. Yeah, exactly. For me, you know, I'm just a people pleaser. And so sometimes it's tough to like, you know, you forget that like you not going to some event or some party like doesn't affect everyone else. You know, it's just in your own head like, oh, I need to make sure I'm there because I like that person or, you know, and I want them to know that or whatever. So, (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. Um, For mine, uh, for what was different, I would say one, I feel like I was a lot more um, like – patient and centered you know what i mean i wasn't like constantly anxious and then the other thing is i learned how to dance and so uh, i ended up getting in a bunch of cool situations because of that um one of my friends taught me he's like a programmer and he got really into it so yeah learning how to dance was cool it just kind of um you know opened up a new world in terms of a good way to express myself way to meet people so that was fun yeah that's what that's what out out playing soccer in the uh, shout out to the ecs public that was a big thing for me. Even, like, I've watched a ton of soccer, but watching it more now, like, knowing the touch and this and that. And by the, by the fall session, I was shocked at some of the things I could do. Yeah, like get a goal. Yeah. Holla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt? Um, we're focusing on the good of 2019 here. <laughs> Whatever you want. Be, I mean, it could be bad. I just, I mean, I, I was just trying, I was sitting here thinking, like I, like, I was trying to run through my head, like, did I do different stuff? I was like, oh, yeah. And I started, weirdly started watching cricket, started playing outdoor soccer, and, like, you know. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, there's obviously it's kind of a rough year for me in a lot of aspects of life, but uh, I will say I really enjoyed getting into golf to the point where I made oh, them, yeah. I made Chris put it on at our podcast party to watch the President's Cup. Um, yeah, that's fun. So one thing that's different is my golf swing now. It's a lot better, smoother. Uh, my golf handicap, much lower. Um those come to mind. Uh, that's, you know, that's just a fun game, and it's like people are playing that in their 80s, so that's like a awesome thing to be into and be getting getting good at and find joy in, because um, that's like a life hobby. And then uh, speaking of being 80, like working with all these uh, people in their 80s and beyond, I, mean, I was with a 92 year old today, and uh, doing focusing on working with their fitness has been really eye-opening like old people are pretty rad they got some cool stories and uh they see a lot of like really quick improvements in a lot of areas with some basic exercises whereas a lot of people younger don't see the value 
in those more basic exercises and they want to do the thing they saw on Instagram and deadlift 500 pounds. Kids yeah. these days. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, <laughs> goddamn millennials. Uh, <sighs> idiots out there curling with the regular bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, get some dumbbells. Christ. Your shoulders will thank you. Um, yeah, so I, that comes to mind. It feels bigger than just like having a kind of more clear career path. Um, it's also like being with people that are near death kind of has a psychological, philosophical impact on you, which has been pretty cool. Um, it's a great, I mean, and I mean this honestly, like it's a good market too. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I, I, sometimes I wish, especially in America, I wish we, seems like we don't care about our elderly enough. Yeah, especially compared to my understanding of, you know, how it's been historically amongst different cultures. Yeah. It's been a very esteemed honor to make it later in life. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's just awesome energy exchanges every single day with people in their 80s and 90s. So, um, yeah, and I feel like I'm shaving some years off my learning curve of life. Because they've seen and done a lot, so yeah, those are probably the the biggest things that pop out of me at me for 2019. Yeah, and 2019, I'll be dead honest with you. Like I like I I had a I was happy, but 2019 was a bear for a lot of people. I mean, just a brutal year. Yeah. Oh man, like I'll leave names out, but right, I had I had friends lose family members and this and that. Just it just seemed like it was, you know. I mean, yeah. Happy year for folks out there. Yeah. Seemed rough. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. And then you head into 2020, it's going to be a damn election year. Like, it's going to be chaos. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a big year for people. I don't know why. I feel yeah. like maybe I say that every year, but 2020, <laughs> feeling it for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. I think you do say that every year, and that's what I like about you. You're an optimist. Dude, I may. Yeah. I feel like 19 was, you know, we were getting that one out of our system, and now, like, boom, new decade. Let's go. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Everyone's talking about the, what do they call it? The Roaring Twenties? Yeah. Like, wasn't that what they did 100 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Roaring... Yeah. Yeah. In fact, a lot of people are having Roaring Twenties uh, New Year's parties. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You haven't heard about that? No. I... I, I Does that anger you, Ted Smith? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it makes... Like, it sounded like it. All right. So I almost tweeted this out, because I think I got invited to a party you might have been invited to. It's possible. That was Roaring Twenties. And then I heard, like, two commercials for Roaring... And I was like, when did Roaring Twenties become so cool? Now we're all doing Roaring Twenty parties? It didn't even dawn on me that it was, like, the 20s again. <laughs> Dude, honestly, don't feel bad. Same. When I got that invite, if we're on the same same thread, I got that, and I was like, hmm, nice. And then Matt just saying, I was like, oh, yeah, Roaring Twenties makes sense. Yeah, I was just like, well, like, when the f*** did the email go around that that's what all these parties are going to be for New Year's? So I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. That's why I was like, are you angry? I'm like, no, but I'm, I'm happy I didn't send that tweet. Yeah, I'm sad <laughs> I didn't buy that monocle. <laughs> the gilded age, baby. <laughs> I feel like we have this conversation every year. Are you guys big New Year's people, New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve? No. Yeah. Either am I. And I feel bad as people invite me to stuff, but I'm just like, I don't want to try to catch an Uber at like 1230 on New Year's Eve. I knew that's what you were going to say. We do have this conversation every year. We talk about three things. <laughs> Number one, we talk about how a lot of quote unquote amateur drinkers go out. Women in like who are like 21, maybe 20 in tight, sparkly dresses. They go, they drink a ton of booze super early, usually champagne or wine. They're hammered by 930. They never see the ball drop. 
Then we talk about how it's better to just take it easy. Maybe Ted will walk out in front of his house, see the Space Needle, but he doesn't yep. want to get an Uber, doesn't want to overpay. <laughs> and then third, we always talk about, like, you know what? It's just, it's overrated. It's anticlimactic. Everyone goes out, they get all excited, but, like, the actual New Year's part, like, you know, it's not that cool. And then Ted's like, I'm more of a Christmas guy. Honestly, you got the food, you got the family, my birthday's in there. Like, that's the conversation we have I'm every a New Year's year. Day guy. Me and Dunk get together, yeah. we eat food, we watch college football. Yeah. There's some good <laughs> exactly. games on this year, too. Dude, I might. Yeah, I'm, okay. That sounds. Yeah, that sounds dope. I might try to try to swing an invite to that. Yeah. Wait. Dunk. When when is the when is the Ohio State game? That's the one I want to watch. Oh, well, good news! I think you'll be watching it with us. Is that on New Year's Day? No, no, no. the The semifinals, the playoff semifinals, are on the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Saturday, the twenty eighth. <sighs> yeah, I'm pumped for that. That's trust me. I I took that into oh, account Saturday? when planning that trip. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So the Peach Bowl, like I think they're. I don't think they're at one and five o'clock for us here on the West Coast. <laughs> is one o'clock Ohio State or five o'clock? Do you know? I'd have to check the. That's uh, okay. That's all right. I'd have to check the schedule again. You'll Not... be with Ted. Right. Right. You'll be you'll be in good hands. You'll Fair know. Enough. Yeah, dude. And we're gonna. That's what I'm saying. Friday night we're gonna have fun. Saturday we're gonna grow up and watch some college football. Dude, we should grill. I'm 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 all ears, and we have a lot of ideas. We'll we'll pound some of this out on uh, Christmas Eve. And figure this out. I like that. Trust. I mean, you know me. I mean, I, it, like Matt. Right. You guys were over that Saturday night. My mom was in town. Way too much food. Yeah. Right. So like, I'm already thinking about the trip we're making, and I was like, Ooh, I could bring this. I could. Bring, and it's like, Wait a minute. Calm yeah. down. There's Easy. no reason to bring that much food. <laughs> and like other people there like to make food too. Let's just like, Oh, college football semifinals. Mm. Chugging beers. But yeah, grilling sounds fun. By the way, I know I'm on pizza for the birthday. I totally forgot what you want. We'll talk about it off cast. Yeah, I know. When I said that to you, you brought it last year. You were like, wait a minute. Don't put that pressure on me. I was yeah, like, I was just like, I don't know which, what company you want. So I'll text you day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we only have a couple choices. Uh, <laughs> can we get the garlic knot? Actually, it might. Crust one. Yeah, okay. seen commercials. I have. Yeah. That's right. the issue. Uh, I don't know. There's no Pizza Hut to deliver to the hill. Also, I'm showing up drunk. Nice. Yeah. Wow. We it's a, a bold call out of you. I'm that's, working that's that, not you. That, that morning. Apparently, Pike Place is pretty busy, so I'm going to work. Then, uh, apparently, a lot of the uh, the people of the market go to a specific establishment within the market, have a couple, you know, together, and then I'm going to make my way to the hill, grab that pizza, show up at Ted's. All right, it's going to be a day. Oh, it's going to be a big day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got people talking, coming in our early already. Uh, yeah, all right. So you hear this every year. So yeah, I'm not big on New Year's. But the, the lower <laughs> 20s makes it a lot better. I, I, I just feel bad. I'm like, oh, I should go out. I'm telling you, last year I had some beers at lunch with Joe. And I made a little lasagna and a salad. It was great. Dude, I'll tell you that. You know, <laughs> here's what gets me about the hype. I feel like I've probably kissed maybe like two women on New Year's in my 32 years. You know what I mean? Like you all just right, all right. you get excited, but it's like, look, man, we always th- Ted, you and I always get in these conversations where we think there's gonna be all these like beautiful single women in bikinis. <laughs> like they don't exist, man. No. They don't exist. We're always chasing it. We feel like we're just gonna walk into a Bacardi commercial. You know? <laughs> yeah. We don't know those people. <laughs> where are these models, Ted? Dude, now that you're saying that, I'm racking my brain, right, <laughs> on New Year's Eve parties. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. And sometimes I'm too superstitious and I've always heard like like, you know, like, well, if you kiss somebody at midnight, whoever you're dating, like, that's who you're going to spend the next year with. Like, don't want to kiss them at midnight. <laughs> well, it's even like, yeah, fall, you're like, careful, boys, cuffing season out there. <laughs> it's like, like, we're just going to fall into a bear trap, you know? Or uh, you might have to beat me, but a penis fly trap. <laughs> Dude, it worked great at Jubilee. What did? 
it was just funny. Like earlier that day, somebody asked me something. I went, no, 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 I'm done with women, at least at least till 2020. Like I'm just, it's December, man, having a good time. Like I set up this year nice, like looking forward. Been, been eating very strict the last couple of weeks during the week. So like I'm looking forward to I said, yeah, I'm just not worrying about like hitting on women. I'm going to talk to all the women I can, but I'm just not going to hit on them. Mm-hmm. Like Jubilee, your boy was like the forbidden fruit. Must be tasted. Oh. The forbidden fruit must be tasted. <laughs> just on fire. It also helps I was at an event where there was probably like five single dudes total. And you were in a white tuxedo or partially white tuxedo, whatever, dinner, you're, whatever you're calling it. All right, dinner jacket. You know Joe and I had this conversation last night. <laughs> you did? <laughs> nice. He goes, yeah, I couldn't wear white pants. I was like, I would never. <laughs> but white jacket? Sure, dinner jacket? After Labor Day? Come on. <laughs> what are we savages? Cavemen? It's not cool. Uh, the other fun thing is too is like the Seahawks are doing so well this year. Like yeah, baby. Like that holiday spirit's good. You got at least a playoff game in your future, and I feel like that kind of extends the holiday period. Dude, we might get the Seahawks at home for the playoffs. That, that would be happen. wild. We gotta have somebody lose, and we win one, and we're good. Yeah. Well, right now they're in number one spot. If they keep if they went out, it's theirs. I thought I thought uh, Vikings had to lose one or somebody obscure. No, no, no. They're in they're in the top spot right now. It's them, uh, Green Bay, New Orleans, uh, New Orleans. Oh, so if they went out. We secure home home and yeah. field advantage for the because they're number one right now. So as long as they don't lose, they got Arizona this Ooh. week, and then you have the Niners at home, which I, they have to flex that game for the last week of the year. I would think. Oh, yeah. What do you mean by flex? They can make it the Sunday night game. Instead of the Sunday afternoon game? Yeah. They call it the flex schedule. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be a shootout. It'll be a brawl. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Storied but, rivalry in yeah. Seattle. Playoffs on the line. But I'm with you. Oof. Like, anytime your team makes it into January, because let's be honest, January can be dark and lonely. But <laughs> Dark, sorry. <laughs> Maybe you should lock a girl down in December. In fact, they're a lot more available and abundant in December. <laughs> no, we're going out for New Year's. You know what? I'll buy tickets right now. Sorry, Dunk. We're not hanging out. I'll still be hungover. Bring out that white dinner jacket, man. We're going out for New Year's this year. 2020, you know baby. We're in 20s. Maybe I am. So hell saying. with it. That's I'll go saying. over to the Goodwill, find an old suit. We're coming out big. Monocles, just on point. Yeah. Matt, you got a pocket watch. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, that, that could be me. Roaring. Go out. You know what? You know what's funny? I'm going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I never went out. Went out on New Year's. Met a girl. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, uh, somehow that would be uh, common. Former model. Works for ESPN. Loves New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. Uh, all right, uh, Mr. Cobb, you got some uh, emails there for us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> First up, we got uh, your boy, Miami Jake. Miami yes. Jake. <clears throat> what last minute Christmas gift is always a winner? This dick. Happy oh, holidays, yeah. boys. <laughs> Miami Jake. Atta boy. You're going to have to believe me. Miami fucking Jake. Let's go. Probably for Jake, this would be a good year. The Super Bowl's in Miami this year. Oh, dope. Yeah. Nice. I just want to see his lifestyle, man. It's like I just picture him in white Lamborghinis cruising around the beach. Hey, boys. To me, the proliferation of the Epstein meme is uh, to simply not let it die. The end of the Epstein meme. Ironic. <clears throat> the end of the Epstein meme will mark the end of the whole scandal. Epstein had ties to world leaders and very powerful people. With that, he allegedly molested raped, uh, molested and raped underage women uh, and helped people uh, he had ties to do the same. 
For some reason, the public has collectively decided to not let this scandal die and is using meme culture to do so. Now, as far as the joke associated with the meme, it's more akin to something like, does a bear shit in the woods? That's my two cents anyway. The Black Paul. Oh, that makes sense, Black Paul. Yep. I guess I don't have to call him Black Paul every time. <laughs> to the best podcast and friends in all the land. All the land. Guys, I love the podcast. I've heard every episode and I enjoy every one of you. I've never met any of you and wish I could someday. Cobb is my favorite. Nice. Yeah, thanks, dude. Is his name it. on this? No, it's not. So I'm not going to say your name, but thanks, man. Appreciate the email. Uh, although I love you all equal, but I feel, Ted, that you owe Cobb an apology for being rude on episode 282. Oh, boy. I get you weren't feeling well and wanted to bail. I also did not feel well last week and was stuck outside in the pissing down rain on a 12-hour shift that I could not get out of. Was I rude to my closest friends and workmates on the job? No, I wasn't. I hated life and told them on my way out that I loved them and hoped I'd see them tomorrow. Sometimes you got to suck it up, cupcake, and treat your friends and coworkers with respect when you're down. Friends are forever, and I hope this podcast is as well. Hope you guys have a killer holiday, and Ted, you have a wonderful birthday. Yeah, it says the cob lover. <laughs> uh, to the greatest podcast in all the land. <laughs> all oh, the yeah. land. I want to wish you. We did talk about that on Saturday. Talk about what? The, I was like, yeah, I was a dick on the last podcast. I don't even remember what we did on Saturday. You're saying, oh, at the... Um, no, when we were driving in your car. Oh, yeah. All right. Nice. Um, to, I honestly just what, didn't even really uh, remember it or was... I, I haven't been dwelling on it. Um, to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and an early Happy Birthday to Ted. Oh, thanks. Uh, if by coincidence the Packers and the Seahawks meet in the playoffs, I hope it's at Lambeau Field and not CenturyLink Field. Thanks. Stevie, the Packers fan. I knew that was from Stevie. Lambo yeah. seems like it'd be a cool field. Just having all the fans that are so dedicated, like 15 years, you know, that they've had their season tickets. Well, Lambo's like, I've heard, as far as NFL stadiums, like, if you're going to go tailgate, that's where you want to go. Like, they're, people are just super nice and everything else. Imagine what the value is of those seats where the Lambo leap occurs. Because, what, there's four sections, right, where people are typically going to leap? Yeah. I mean, there's one per end zone. I think, I think no, it's no, no, anywhere, I think along, it's the anywhere the along the zone. thing, just depending on where they leave the, the, uh, the end zone at. That's got to be that's got to be a cool season ticket to have. Yeah, yeah, I would like to go see a game there. I, I honestly, you never hear anybody come back from a, a Packers game going like, "Oh man, those people are rude." Yeah, oh yeah. Of Whereas I feel like a lot of NFL stadiums are are harsh, harsh environments for visiting. Well, you know, I say that, but recently it seems like visiting fans show up in every stadium in massive amounts of numbers. That's true, um, but I mean, like, I'm not trying to go watch a, a Philadelphia Eagles game at home. You know? No, I have no desire to go to, to go Zero, to Philly to see game, especially in a Seahawks jersey. I've been to the Eagles Stadium once to watch Army Navy game. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going there. Another. Yeah, those fans are ruthless. Yeah, even growing up in DC, that was the thing. It was like, like you don't go to Philly to see a game, especially an Eagles game. Yeah, city of brotherly love, my ass. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, pretty real. Uh, that's it, boys. All right, I got one over here. Uh, this one just came to me. This one says the podcast help. Uh, what's up to greatest podcast on all the land? All the land. I need some advice. I live in North Carolina, North Carolina, about to be 27. My girlfriend's 29. We've been together for almost five years. She has a son, which is my stepson. He is 11. Uh, we also have a daughter together that just turned one. Okay, I'm having a little issue in the bedroom. The first three years were amazing. She would let me do just about anything, any position, as Get long it. as it didn't involve pain. For the past year or so, there have been some clear and definite obvious changes. One main one for sure is I'm I'm not sure the term karaoke is 
only uh, performance on a guy, but basically he can't do that to her. Like, never. Or even touch it. Uh, besides, unless they're having sex. He says they still have sex all the time, and he gets karaoke performed on him regularly, but he wants to, as he says, for no tasting of the ice cream in the basement. <laughs> He's like, I don't think she's cheating or anything like that. Uh, we're very happy together. Just wondering if you guys have ever been through the same thing. The NC fan. I can only tell you this, uh, NC fan. I have definitely dated some girls that, for whatever reason, just weren't into that. I don't know if it's their subconscious or whatever. It always seemed odd to me, too, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm just waiting to go last. Go ahead. Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bummer. Yeah. I don't have any insights on that. I've seen the the cumulative like amount of sex and other sexual encounters dip off in relationships, and that was usually before those ended. Um, how it all plays together, I don't know. You know, it's like trying to figure out women. Oh man, that's not <laughs> not what I'm the best at uh so yeah it's tough to say but i mean if you're still banging it out regularly and like having lots of other fun and you really love her and you guys have kids like that there's definitely guys that just are in a similar point and it's just all gone yeah so you know at least you're still getting laid regularly all right, I'm I'm not pro the uh, well, you know, count your blessings approach to this one. First of all, it's my favorite kind of email to receive, so thank you. Us giving relationship advice, especially sexual advice, I feel like is sort of our wheelhouse for sure. Well, that and the hatred of New Year's. Yeah, um, what I would say is, you know, anytime there's a change, you got you know you got to think about like that that delta and why it happened, and more importantly, why now? Why is this happening now? She maybe formerly was into it. And now isn't. So I would say something's going on. Something changed. If she is not cheating, which I'm not sold on, but, you know, if you say that's happening, you have a lot more information than we do. Then I would say it's likely that she doesn't feel comfortable with that because of either a comment, an odor, or a change in uh, chemistry or grooming down in the basement. So I feel like those are a couple of things you can eliminate. Maybe she's not feeling appreciated in that way. My guess here is that it's something psychological. So it's either something you or someone else said uh, or did or didn't do. Uh, and I think that over time she'd be open to it again. So I feel like you just act, ask a direct point of question. You go for, you know, total honesty. Let her know that, you know, that you're feeling bad about it. You're worried about it and that it's something you would like to remedy, something you enjoy pleasing her in that way. Um, I feel like, you know, direct, open, honest communication is always the move. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to, you know, alleviate itself. I also think, um, that are we allowed to say the word vibrator? Yeah. 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 I also think that, you know, maybe a vibrator or something like that could be a, um, a good, um, middle ground for you guys. Um, so I would consider introducing some toys into the bedroom. Um, it could have, uh, it could be an issue with, um, you know, keeping your nails trim or the way you uh, do that action. So, you know, I feel like a conversation about it would probably be your best move rather than just, you know, taking pot shots and guessing. Um, so that'd, so that'd be my call. Couldn't it just be a chance that she just doesn't like it? Yeah. And so I feel like an maybe on, like, like the first, conversation handles that. Yeah, She's maybe like, the yeah, first, into it. yeah, maybe the first three years she just did it to kind of – because you liked it. But, yeah, like I said, like I have – 
I've definitely been with women who don't like it. And then I have another friend who's very sexually active. She's like, oh, no. Like, it just, it's just not for me. I just don't care for it. And yeah, she doesn't have any weird hangups. By the way, he did say, Perius, I'm curious of your fan base in North Carolina. Trying to hook up with other fans of y'all's. I'm, I'm, I'm putting in work to spread the word. Love the show. Oh, that's dope. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that we have a huge uh, North Carolina base. I would also say one other thing, which is if you get the chance to do it again, whatever you're doing, do it at half speed. Anytime you're going with something, just cut that speed in half, whether it's massage or you know stealing ice cream from the basement or whatever, and try that out. Vary the speed. Throw some music on. You know, But women are so much more psychological in ramping up for something like that, where guys are much more physical and visual. So keep that in mind. Flirt with her throughout the day. Open conversation. Get a little magic going, you know? Well, you've heard the thing, like the biggest uh, sexual organ on women is in between their ears. Yeah. I've not heard that, but I agree with it 100%. Yeah. I think I learned that from, uh, who was it? Somebody. There used to be a porn star that would do like a sex ed thing on HBO or somebody used to watch it. I like that. Yeah. Blindfold could be a good move. Whatever. The point is, we're all moving on here. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's check in with Matt. Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt hey, hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out what's Matt. Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out with what's happening. Uh, let's see. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> like the energy, bring it. Yeah, no, it was. <sighs> oh, well, I guess I'll talk. We about already my talked about the week. party on Saturday. We did, we did. So I don't know if I have anything else to add to that. I mean, I guess I didn't really say thank you when we brought it up earlier. I really appreciate everybody coming up. I uh, appreciate you listening regularly um, and saying hi and getting to know you all as best I can. Short. You know, bursts of time is uh, always a fun, fun experience. So, yeah, thanks for coming out to everybody that showed up. Uh, thanks for listening to everyone else that didn't. And, um, yeah, that was a cool night. So Friday, um, my weekend started. Well, actually, I walked down to Ballard for some reason. I forget what I was doing. Oh, I was being with a client lead. And then I was walking back and... I saw a dude that I thought looked like my buddy Josh Hashman, and then I, but I was like, no way, I just heard from him, he's at home. That was like an hour and a half earlier. Anyways, that was him and Ballard, so like I had this like chance out of my peripheral, like, was that Josh? No, and then like we both like kept walking, and then we both stopped and looked at each other at the same time, like, what the, f-? which was like, it felt like out of a movie, so that was cool. All right. And then we're talking right there. Tyler fucking Smith shows up. Oh, He's Tyler, what's through. up, dude? Some That's huge. Dime piece on his arm. Don't remember her name. It's not important. Shout out to Tyler. Good to see ya. Uh, How's his flow? Beautiful. I know. Yeah. So, um, enviable, <laughs> some might say. Uh, and so then uh, went home, met up with Lance, who came over, and then we went and got poke. Two weekends in a row eating poke. I'm a fan. Hank said that poke place isn't very good. It's the only place I've been. I like it. I've been there twice. I don't care what Hank thinks, but I will try the other places that he recommended. All right. Um, I think that's fair. Right? I don't. I have nothing to compare it to, but I like it, and it's five blocks from my house. So, like, I'm not going to just be like, mm, 
Uh, anyways, so we went, we had poke, and then we went down to uh, Club Sur, um, and Point One was doing their reunion show. Um, I hadn't seen Point One in ten years. That band had a huge impact on me pursuing this path. I saw them when I was working on the street team, and it was like, wow, this local music scene is like awesome. I want to inject myself into it and work my way up through KISW like Jolene did. And like I made that happen. So it was a pretty cool like night of reflection in that regard. And then uh, went over to our other buddy Josh's birthday party. Happy birthday, Josh. Yeah, and got more reflective, you could say, and had a good time <laughs> staying nice. up until like... I don't know. We were the last ones up, me, Josh, and Lance. And then we took a nap, went back to my place, took another nap, woke up, went to the podcast party. When you called me and you were like, I'm about to get in an Uber, I was still in bed and I wanted to be like, I'm about to get in the shower. Uh, (laughs) And I still beat you there. Yeah. Getting out of the city was a nightmare. Yeah. So that was fun. Sunday, uh, went back to my parents' house to watch Seahawks game over there and see them. Uh, and Are we gonna? Can we talk about the move your dad pulled? I was just about to, yeah. So I had to send you a picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be some coming over for the party. That is Iberico, right? I, I think so. Yeah. It's Hamon. Yeah. There's two types of Hamon, though, right? I don't Iberico's know. Iberico is one of them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure, like, right, like, uh, they just started selling. He just texted me a picture. I was like, oh, I know, I know who got what, that. What, he busted out an Iberico ham? Yeah, I think so. It's a jamon. I think I don't know if it's Iberico. Though, Which ones are the, the ones record. that only eat like black walnuts? Those are the Iberico ones. But it's from Spain. They sell it at Costco now. I'm almost positive it's Iberico. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, there was mention of Iberico. I know we had Iberico cheese with it. All right. Um, some other cheese. I can't keep track of cheeses. It's a class move, Mitch. Yeah. So that stuff was mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. Um, we had that. We had some other snacks. Uh, that honestly I don't remember because we had the hamon and he wanted me to send you a picture. Um, and we'll see what kind of shape it's in on the 24th. Might bring it over to your place for your party. Oh. Wow. Cookies are a go, by the way. Thank you. Confirmed. I, I was worried about that. I know. From and just now, yeah, just now I was like, it would be fun to make him sweat it out. But Well, because like last year, like my buddy uh, Ken Davis that does the ring announcing, right, for Cage Ford MMA. By the way, big shout out to Chase Hooper, man. Enum Claw yeah. Kid. Youngest yep. person to ever be on the roster for the UFC. He got a big fight in the prelims on Saturday. Yeah, boy. There we go. Uh, Did he come out of Cage Sport? Cage Sport, yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah, man. Uh, but so my buddy Ken Davis, last year we had a Cage Sport show in December. So he gave me a bunch of cookies that his wife had made that were phenomenal. But like, it's getting close to Christmas. And I was like, man, I haven't earned a Christmas cookie. Because yeah, I, I didn't same. see Ken, right? That's like when you just brought that up. I was like, thank goodness. We need some Christmas cookies. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm on regular dip duty. You know what? I actually Spinach. watched you eat a Christmas cookie. We'll <laughs> talk about this later. I watched you eat a professionally designed Christmas cookie. There was one in the shape of like a, a little car, a Woody. Oh, all right. That's fair. Watched that's fair. You, look- you did. You did. That was delicious. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Nori's macaroons don't count. <laughs> they were delicious. Nori's macaroons, Nori's macaroons were on point. Were one yeah, of the highlights of the weekend. Yeah, dude, I had I think- an action-packed weekend. Those macaroons are like one of the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and That girl knows what she's doing. Right. Check my Twitter feed. I retweeted her. I'll retweet it again, man. If you really want some high-quality macaroons, order them from Nori. They are so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't, like, I've had a lot of macaroons. Those are some of the... Like some of the best I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the Nutella one. 
Yeah, I'm getting <sighs> hungry. I know. It's that time of the show. I'm getting hungry again. Yep. All right. Sorry, are you good? Yeah. That was my weekend. It was fun. Thanks. <laughs> Let's check in. Boop, 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 boop. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. I'm, I'm torn between two topics. Did you guys watch The Simpsons? No. I did not. Neither? Okay. Pass on that topic. All right. We're putting out a big map. It's a scratch and sniff. You guys remember scratch and sniff? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, okay cool. I'm one of two. So... Um, <laughs> With Scratch and Sniff, uh, it's a map of the United States. Matt, we're going to give you California because that's where you were born. Ted, obviously, Maryland. I'm going to take Washington. If you could scratch and sniff your state or the state you currently live in, whichever one works for people emailing in, what would it smell like? Feel free to email us, email at thepodcast.com, or hit Matt up on Twitter. I mean, for me, it would smell like steamed shrimp and steamed crabs in Old Bay. Yeah, that's there you go. I mean, right, obviously, that, that to me is the essential smell of the state of Maryland. Yeah, 100%. And there's a lot of other good stuff there, but I'm just saying, like, even for me, like, when I steam up shrimp for soccer or for, like, a party or something, like, I'm like, God, man, the place smells great. I think Washington, when you scratch it, it would be an evergreen tree, like a Douglas fir, smoked salmon, and coffee. Maybe some doja. Oh, yeah, that little... Okay. <laughs> Um, when I think of the smell of California, I think of salt water and sunscreen. I like that. Yeah, I smell I love small sunscreen. Always makes me feel like summer. Yeah, I spend a lot of time at the beach, and sometimes, so and it's like because people wear sunscreen, and it still smells like sunscreen here in Washington. But I'll like think I'm like at the beach for a split second, and I'll be like I'm surrounded by trees on the on the river, or you know, on a lake or whatever, and I'm like. It throws me for a second because I'm like, there should be sand in my feet and crashing waves in my ears. Ted, real quick before we close out, next week's podcast would be on Christmas Eve. Correct. The following week would be on New Year's Eve. Is this the last cast of the year? Yes. Is there any message you'd like to give to the people out there? I feel like, you know, maybe we should each have a shot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you know me. I'm going to say the same thing all the time. I hope you have a very fun, enjoyable holiday season. <clears throat> Be patient with some of your family members. Sometimes just let the comment go. And then number three is, <clears throat> uh, if you're out there having fun and stuff, just please, please be careful driving. Get a DD, take an Uber, even if it's a super expensive Uber. Trust me, you're going you're gonna to wish you have done that over getting a ticket or hurting somebody. Then other than that, man, like, I don't want to step on Matt's toes here, but, like, I don't care what you've been doing the whole rest of the year. It's the holidays, man. Eat that cookie, have that glass of wine, drink a beer. Like, enjoy yourselves, man. You should. It's that time of year. That's what I was going to say is enjoy yourself, one. It's the holidays. Even if you hate the holidays for some reason, like, you might as well turn that frown upside down and just enjoy it. We're all having a good time out here. Two, I would say, in addition to Ted's, you know, taking care of others and being good to the people around you, be a, a little extra good to yourself the next two weeks. Why not? You know, yeah. a little self-care to head into 2020. Like, just take that little extra second. That extra deep breath, you know, that extra floss in the morning, whatever, like, do right by you, you know? Why not? Matt? Sorry, I was just thinking of dark existential stuff to say to screw it all up. But, no, I think, uh, you know, like Ted was saying about the food. <laughs> what is the new term for when you drop a bomb, karaoke bomb? Yeah. You going to drop a comment yeah. bomb? Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I just thought about it. It's just my, yeah, anyways. 
You know, uh, yeah, enjoy the holidays. Like Ted said, um, Ted's lost a lot of weight working with me. I told him through a couple holiday seasons, like, enjoy yourself. It's that simple. Yeah, I mean, it's always season. If you can maintain, do that. Yeah. um, (laughs) And, yeah, so with New Year's coming up, my, well, I guess it's because we'll be back then. We can talk about it then. But don't. Don't overstress yourself about making a thousand changes on New Year's Eve. Like, just yeah. keep them so, like laughably small. That's the one week of the year I never work out. First week of January. How about this? Don't talk about your resolutions in the first week of twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Make them so small that like you don't want to tell people, and then you tell them in the last week of twenty twenty when all that compound interest of doing these small habits day in and day out has paid off. I like that. Read the book Slight Edge if you're pumped on that idea. Or yeah. Atomic Habits, also good. Uh, yeah, overall, man, like, I love Christmas and stuff, so I hope everybody has a great holiday season. Uh, you know, and takes, like, cops saying self-care, but also, like, take some time. Maybe you and the wife just want to drive around and look at Christmas lights. The kids want to go, take them for a car ride. You know what I mean? You'll enjoy it as well. Also, thank you for supporting us. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, enjoy doing the cast. Yeah. That, too. Thank you guys for hanging out with me every week. Yeah, 283, man. We've been doing this for years That's now awesome. and stuff. I nice about work th- this year, boys. We put out a good number of episodes. We did. We didn't miss too much. We're in here doing it. Yeah. You know? We are. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, honestly, man, I am just excited to eat some dips. Hell yeah. Eat some stuff. I got, cocked. I got little pigs in a blanket in my freezer already. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go. So there, there's episode 283. Uh, for real, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Even if you go out on New Year's Eve, go have some fun. I don't <laughs> know. You, you deal with it. Uh, for MCTP, for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.